TGI Friday. We made it. We got another week under our belt. <laughs> another moon wobble week. Well, the stock market has been moon wobbling. You saw yesterday, I guess, down uh, almost 700 points at the maximum and it closed down over 500 points. I'm staying very close to it. And if things start to crack, I will let you know. I'm not a registered financial advisor. I cannot give advice. I don't even pretend to play one on podcasts. (laughs) I used to be licensed in that area, but I'm not, and it's been a long time since. So what we can do is talk about the astrology around it. I do, obviously, along with you, have my eye on Saturn in Aquarius and the various squares that it's going to have this year with Uranus in Taurus, and we'll see how that plays out. We know that a lot of the recessions of the last hundred years and the Great Depression in 1930 had that aspect. That doesn't mean that we're going to have it now because it is a fairly frequent aspect, but we we will keep our eye on it and I will keep you posted. Now, you might be asking from two days ago, yeah, but isn't Pluto in this trine with Mars? Yes, it was. And we talked about it two days ago and Wednesday was the exact trine. And that's the day that the market was up significantly. Thursday, yesterday, it was down. And remember, we said that Mars was going to exactly conjunct that fixed star, Algol, that, as they describe it, the most, well, what do we say? It's the Greek Medusa, where the lady has poisonous snakes for hair. And the market went down 700 points. <laughs> there you go. These things are pretty precise, we got to say. Now, is there anything in the future? What are we looking for today? I have no idea. (laughs) There's nothing uh, super spectacular in that department for today. So we'll just see. Probably the market needs a little bit of time to digest all of this stuff. So if it just laid there and did nothing today, well, that would be all right. If it corrected some more, well, that would be all right, too. But we'll keep an eye on it. And when... Things start to look a little cranky, at least from an astrological perspective. We'll talk about it here. Now, let's talk about today in the next couple of days, because today the moon moves into Virgo, which sets us up for tomorrow's full moon in Virgo. So let's talk about that. And then we also have this Jupiter trining and sextiling the nodes of the moon. So that's what we're going to focus on. Let's see. Do we have a void, of course, ahead of this Moon ingress into Virgo. Yes, we do. 6.31 this morning, all the way up to 12.06, as in six minutes after high noon, Eastern Time, U.S. So for those of you in the United States, most of the morning is void, of course. For those of you in Europe, at least the western side of Europe, most of the afternoon is void, of course. Now, when the moon ingresses Virgo at 12.06, kind of interesting because... All of the planets, as we know, are stacked up, mostly in Aquarius, now some in Pisces, and a little bit in, uh, on the feather edges of that in Capricorn and Taurus. But from Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, and Sagittarius, <laughs> there are no planets. So what is that? Seven out of 12? No planets? Actually, we could make that eight if we didn't count Chiron, because Aries has no planets except Chiron and Eris. 
So if we just went with the major bodies, then we would have what eight signs that don't have planets. Somebody asked on the Facebook group the other day, really good question. That's the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast listeners on Facebook. If you have not joined over there, please do find us and just answer the quick questions that you saw us on the podcast and we'll let you through the door. And there's a great conversation going on there. And somebody asked, well, what if you don't have any planets in a sign? And basically it goes back to how I like to describe this is let's say that we're at a play. One day we will be able to resume going to plays, and we will look forward to that. And when the curtain goes up, we see actors and actresses on the stage. Those are the planets. The roles they are playing, so the character they embody, the clothes they wear, the motions they, you know, one might be impatient or frustrated all the time or grumpy, or one might be happy-go-lucky and sing and dance. Those are the characteristics represented by the signs. And then where we are when the curtain goes up are the houses. So if we are in the bedroom, that might be the eighth house. If we, you know, (laughs) a certain kind of play. If we're at the bank, that would be the second house. If we are at our job, in our cubicle, at our desk, well, that could be the sixth house. Now, every house and every sign has a ruling planet. So if you don't have any action in a particular house, don't think that that's a dead zone in your life because then you revert back to the planet that rules that house in zodiacal order or you take a look at the ruling planet of the sign that is in that house. So I'm looking right now just at the eighth house, Leo, no planets. And this is set for my chart is set for when the moon goes full tomorrow morning. So the eighth house is ruled by Scorpio. So if we took a look from that side, we have dual rulership. Mars is the ancient astrology ruler of Scorpio, and Pluto is the modern. So I look at this particular chart, and Mars is in Taurus in the fifth house. So now all of a sudden we have Mars and Taurus connected to the eighth house. You see how that works? And if I look over at Pluto, which is in Capricorn, Then we have Pluto connected. We have the first house and we have Capricorn because that's how this particular chart is laying out. So if we were talking to this person about that eighth house issue that they were dealing with, we would examine the fifth house and Mars position and Mars transiting position. Uh, Obviously, that's right there. But you know what I'm saying is if we were looking at their birth chart and they were 30 years old, we'd see where Mars was at the time. And we would look over at the first house and we would consider Pluto and we'd tie all of that together. So don't think in your own chart, if you have big voids, that there's no action because it's getting influenced just from different directions. So what do we do with a moon by itself in Virgo and a sun in Pisces? Well, we take a look at the other primary aspect, and that is, we mentioned it earlier in the week, that Jupiter trines the north node that happens this afternoon at 509 p.m eastern time jupiter trines the north node and it sextiles the south node so we have the sun in pisces opposite the moon in virgo and remember we just had venus move into pisces we also have neptune in pisces That's the Piscean modern ruler. So we have a lot of this intuitive energy going on. 
Also, the moon in Virgo, which is ruled by Mercury. Mercury is in Aquarius. Aquarius is where all of this shift energy is happening, right? We come out of Capricorn. We move into Aquarius. Boom! Saturn-Jupiter conjunction just inside at zero degrees Aquarius. And all of a sudden, everything changes. And then right after that, boom, Saturn and Uranus square. And all of a sudden, we have our money and our home and our family and our relationship in the spotlight. So this is going to be a really good weekend to take a look at basically the entirety of your life because the energy is so stacked right now that all of the things that you are going through, your family, your love, your money, your job, your kids, your life's soul path, all of it can come under the examination of the microscope because that's the energy is focused in all of those areas. And the moon is just kind of sitting over there by itself in a way just saying, let me help support this to do this work of positioning yourself for the future. So the thing about this weekend is do not be afraid to do the deep dive. Peel back any layer of the onion you dare and see if the universe is not there to support you. And the other thing is, however you tie into your intuition, spend a lot of extra time there this weekend because it is really connected and on high vibration with all of that energy in Pisces. I hope it is a great one for you. And we will see you again here on Monday. Have a great time. And those of you in Florida who are coming, I will see you tomorrow in Orlando. All right. Have a great one. Bye-bye.